Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills.
Surround him with your love. Lord, help him look a little closer. Look closer. Can't you see that I have changed? Do for him what you've done for me, Lord. Set my brother free. Set free. Would you do that for me, Jesus? Oh, send my brother free, Jesus. Please set him free. Would you set him free? Jesus makes the difference. He is everything you need. Lord, help him look a little closer. Can't you see that I have changed? I'm not the girl I used to be. My life has rearranged. Come on and look a little closer. Look closer. I'm not the girl I used to be. Do for him what you've done for me, Lord. Oh, look a little closer. Can't you see that I have changed? I'm not the girl I used to be. My life has rearranged. Come on and look a little closer. Look closer. I'm not the girl I used to be. I gave my heart to Jesus and he gave a brand new life to me. Set me free. And he alone is worthy. Yes, he alone is Come on back home, 
Hallelujah. Lift your hands and ask God to speak to you tonight. Father, thank you for your blessing this evening. Thank you for your blessing, Lord. We, we are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing, Lord. We are asking you to guide us, to speak to our hearts, to lead us into all truth. Let your will be done. Thank you, Jesus, for your great impartation tonight. Thank you for your help. Thank you for helping us. You are helping us. You are blessing us. You are healing us. You are teaching us. 
We are thanking you, Lord. We are praising you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said amen. You may be seated. Right. Now, this evening, I want to share with you about the gates of hell. And I'm still in the theme of um, in the presence of devils. Now, how many have heard the expression, the gates of hell? Turn with me to Matthew 16. Matthew 16. Verse 18. I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. Amen. A gate of hell is an entrance to hell. It's a doorway to hell. And all the things that are in hell can come to you through that gate of hell. All right? So it's very important for you to understand the concept of a gate of hell. Amen. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. It says, And do not give the devil an opportunity. Amen. That means that evil spirits need the opportunity to attack you. All right? In other words, they need the gate that you will open for them to come through and invade your life. Are you with me? Are you there? Now turn with me to John or the King James Version says give no place to the devil. All right? That means that even though we are in the presence of devils, we can neutralize their activities by removing the place or places on which they stand to fight you. All right? Now turn with me to John 14. Now, one of the cleverest ways to be the world heavyweight champion of the world is to not fight with the world heavyweight champion of the world. All right? So that no one will ever know that in two seconds you'll be knocked out. How many know that you'll be knocked out in two minutes? A minute is even a long time. One of the blows to your head, you may enter a, a coma for the next 40 years. All right. Now in verse 30, it says, I'll, John 14, verse 30, it says, I will not speak much more with you, for the ruler of the world is coming, but he has nothing in me. Amen. This is the way to neutralize the princes of this world and the devils that are 
hunting us down and that Jesus was working in the presence of for a long time. Amen. Are you with me? Very good. Now, as we are in the presence of devils, and it's something that you must be conscious of as a believer, that, and especially a minister or a pastor, or especially someone who wants to be serious with God or to work with God, you must be aware that there are devils that are constantly fighting you or trying to get some access to your life. All right, are you with me? Are you there? All right. So, one of the key things is to do exactly what Jesus did, which is to fight. Can you all hear me? Who cannot hear me clearly? Please raise your hand. If you cannot hear me clearly, please raise your hand. Can you hear me clearly? Okay. I'm just preaching for a short while in case you are tired this evening. Now, one of the ways which you fight the enemy is that you don't give him the chance to fight with you. Okay, and that is one of the strategies that lawyers use. When there's somebody who's coming to fight a good case, they'll find all sorts of technical reasons why the case shouldn't start. For instance, maybe you sue them and you, you, you sue them in the name of Gob Limited. And then they, they will come and say that there is nothing like Gob Limited. It's Gob uh, International Limited. So there, there's nobody who exists like that. So it will say, okay, you have to go back. About three months later, you come again as Gob International Limited. To start again. When you start with Gubligop International Limited, they will say that this case should not be tried in a, a lower court, it should be tried in a higher court. So go back and then reapply. And then when they come back again, they will say that no, the case happened in Takradi, so it should not be tried in Accra, but it should be tried in Takradi. About four years before the actual thing will start to be heard. You see, it's one of the key strategies in fighting is to not fight. <laughs> yeah, it's to not fight. So one of the key strategies in overcoming the devils which are surrounding us is to not give them a chance to stand at where they can strike you so that you have to strike back. All right? And this is one of the reasons why Jesus did not get married. Yes. It's a message. Eesh. Because Jesus knew that the devil would attack him through his wife and through his children and through his in-laws and through his, the, the dependence of his wife and through his wife's family and his own family. Oh yeah. Look. 90% of all the problems that we deal with in the church are related to marriage. Most, uh, uh, most ministers' real problems are related to marriage. They may not say so. They will all take pictures. The wife is uh, sitting here and the husband is sitting like this. 
This how they all take pictures. So you never have an idea of what is going on. Yeah. But most of the attacks are coming that way. And either children, husband, wife, whatever. So Jesus looked at the whole situation and he said, you know something? I've decided not to marry you. (laughs) He was very wise. That's why he said that the prince of the world is coming, but he has nothing. There's, There's no one that he can speak to. There is no one that he can use to cripple me. There is no one that he can use to fight me. There is no circumstance that he can create. I'm just me. Hey! So those of you who are not married, thank God that at least this scripture, it applies to you in a special way without any effort on your part. The enemy is coming, but he has nothing. Now, as soon as you put your leg into certain things, you open a gate. That's why we have gates to keep out armed robbers, to keep out thieves, vagabonds, snakes, and anything that can be kept out by a gate. That's why we have gates, because it keeps out and restricts who comes and who goes. And so when the Bible talks about the gate of hell, it's talking about hell as a place and the things that are in hell and that can be released into your life when that gate is opened. Yeah. So Jesus was very specific as the devils were surrounding him and they were coming together to crucify him. He said, the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Now, all through the ministry of Jesus, he could sense that people wanted to kill him. Turn with me to John chapter 8. Now, Are you there? Now, as he was speaking to them, they would just try to kill him. There are so many instances where they tried to kill him. All right? Um, In John chapter 8, all right, verse 31.
Jesus said, if you continue in my word, you are my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Then they answered, we are Abraham's descendants. We have never been enslaved. How is it that you say you will become free? And Jesus said, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. All right? If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Then in verse 37, he says, I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are trying to kill me, or yet you seek to kill me, because my word has no place in you. I speak the things which I have seen with my father. Therefore, you also do the things which you have heard from your father. And they answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said to them, if you are Abraham's children, do the deeds of Abraham. But as it is, you are seeking to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God, this Abraham did not do. You are doing the deeds of your father. And they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father. And Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. If God was your father, you would love me. What do you think? Huh? It's a message. For I proceeded forth and I have come from God. And I have not even come on my own initiative. But he sent me. Why do you not understand what I am saying? It is because you cannot hear my voice, my word. You are of your father, the devil. And you want to do the desires of your father. What, are the de- what is your father? What are the desires of your father? He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. And whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature. For he is a liar and the father of it. This verse is used to speak about the devil being a liar. But really, it is speaking about the devil being a murderer. He said twice, you are trying to kill me. Abraham did not try to do that. You are trying to kill me. You see, I want us to become conscious of the fact that the devil wants to eliminate you. And we must fight him in this strategic way that the Lord is showing us to not give any place to the devil in our lives. Let us remove everything that gives him an opportunity to fight us. There are some things that are places in your life that when the devil gets that opportunity, he uses that. There are some people in your life that are a, a place. It's a gate of hell. There are some human beings when you see they are, they are the gate through which depression, sadness, sorrow, pain, confusion, fornication, adultery, everything is coming through that person. That person is a gate of hell to you. Yeah. And so there are some people that you need to get rid of in your life and your ministry if you are going to amount to anything. Because for you to accomplish the will of God, you must, you must prevent yourself from being murdered and being eliminated by the enemy who wants to eliminate you. It is his desire. And a spiritual person will sense what, is, what the attempt is on your ministry and in your life. That they, they are seeking to kill you. 
They are seeking to eliminate. They are seeking to finish you off. If you are not aware of it, then you are, you are like a child who is walking around when there is war. One time, there was a coup in Ghana, and I think it was a Sunday morning, and I, was, I belonged to a singing group which was going to do a recording at GBC, a broadcasting. We had only one station at that time. And I didn't know that there was a coup. So I got out of my house at Osu, drove up to Papaye Junction, and started driving towards Dankwa Circle. It was Sunday morning, so I said, maybe everybody has gone to church. <laughs> because there was nobody around. You, you sort of hear, you know, there was only GBC radio. You, you don't know what's going on. So, I drove all the way to Dankwa Circle. The place was very quiet. When I got to Dankwa Circle, I, you, I heard the boop, 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 boop. And then I looked, I could see from Dankwa Circle almost up to Circle. Straight. There was not even a human being. Even, it was only chickens that you still walking outside, but there's no human being there. Then I realized that I must be in the wrong place because I'm between the castle, Osu, and broadcasting house, and there is not a soul. Hey! I turn around with the speed of light. <laughs> And I headed back for my because I, you see, I was in danger. Look, in those days, it was only chickens that were free. You stand behind your gate and you see chickens moving outside after six o'clock. And you realize that they have freedom, but we, we are under curfew. Hey! But you see, many of us, we are, we are like, we are, you are just like me, driving without knowing what. And that day, they killed. Several of the people at GBC Broadcasting House, some of the soldiers that we had even met the day before when we had gone there for rehearsal. They killed them, they shot them, all sorts of things happened. It was one of, the, one of these minor coups in those days, the good old days. of. <laughs> but some of us are driving around in times of revolution. We are not aware of who we are, of what God intends to use us for. Some of us are moving around and opening doors to demons in our lives. Opening doors to devils. We just, we just hold a gate like that to say, come in. In the days of the revolution, we, we close our gates. Even today, these days, we close our gates. Because there are all sorts of characters moving around. That we have never had in Ghana before, like we are having nowadays. So some of us, we are just opening the doors to the enemy. And when you open those doors, things are going to come in to your life. So today, let me give you a particular door, a particular gate. And I'll show you the things that are going to come through the gate when you open that particular gate. How many want to know that particular gate of hell? And then the six things that will come into your life when you open that particular gate number one or the gate is the gate of moving out of your God-given position 
Isaiah chapter 41, chapter 14, I believe. Isaiah 14. The first thing that you open to yourself when you move out of the place that God has given you is you open yourself to demotion. Demotion. In Isaiah 41, Bible says in verse 12, it says, Have you fallen from heaven? How have you fallen from heaven? O star of the morning, son of the dawn. You have been cut down to earth, you who have weakened the nations. Because you said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, and I will raise my throne above the stars of God. And I will sit on the mount of the assembly in the recesses of the north. Verse 14. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds and I will make myself like the most high. Nevertheless, you will be thrust down to Sheol, to the recesses of the pit. And those who see you will gaze at you and they will ponder over you saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew its cities, who did not allow his prisoners to go home. That's the devil. He's the one who has made the world into a wilderness. He's the one who will not allow his prisoners to go home. So as soon as you, and, and he said, I will ascend. You will ascend to where? Where are you going? You are moving out of your position. He was called a star of the morning. Is it star of the morning? What does yours say? Son of the dawn, star of the morning. It's one of the titles that was given to Lucifer. He was bright, son of the dawn, star of the morning. And he said, it's not enough. I'm going to ascend. And he was, he was about to, he was moving, he moved out. And as soon as you move out of the place that God has placed you, or God wants you to be, you open yourself up to the spirits of demotion that will bring you down. So be careful. Some of you are here. You are making moves to move out of your humble place that God has given you. If God has not called you to be a businessman and you are moving out of your pastoral work to become a businessman, you will be thrust down and cast down. If, you, if God has not called you to be a pastor and you have moved yourself into a pastoral position just because of the title reverend or pastor, you are going to be cast down and cut down because you are opening a door. You are opening a door of things to come into your life. If God has not called you to move from Standard Chartered to Unibank, or from Unibank to Trust Bank, or from Trust Bank to SSB, and you make a move, thinking that I will ascend, you may be cut down to the lowest place. If God has not called you to move out of Ghana to London, and you move out of Ghana to America, or Ghana to wherever, and you move out, you, before you realize, you are cut down. 
Because you open the door for the things that demote people. You open the door for the things that cut people down and bring people down. If God has not called you to any of these places, my friend, you must not open a gate of hell because there are devils that are waiting. As soon as they see you opening that gate, they say, uh-huh. We have stayed outside for too long. We've been looking for this day that you will just open this padlock and open the door for us. And then the streams of demons that will bring you down and they, say, they will say, is this the man that caused the earth to tremble? That is why in the ministry it's so important. If you are not a prophet, don't call yourself a prophet. And there's, there's no need to call yourself a prophet. If you are not any of these things, there's no need. And you see, when God places you at, at a place, you must be careful. You see, if God has even put you in a church, and you move out of the church, the place that God has designed for you, it can be the end of your spiritual life. There are many people who are confused from the day that they are transplanted. Even moving from branch to branch can cause you to become confused. Even branch to branch of the same church. Sometimes it's good, but sometimes you, you, new, you move into a new place. You don't, you don't settle. So I'm telling you today, don't open the door or the gate of hell of demotion, other things to come into your life. Can I have an amen? amen. Number two, it opens a door to poverty. Luke chapter 12. When you move in, you open the door, the gate of disobedience, the gate of moving out of your position, you open a door to poverty. Amen. Luke chapter 12. And someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, Luke chapter 12 verse 13, Tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. They wanted Jesus to be a lawyer. They wanted Jesus to go to court. Jesus was being invited to move out of his position of humbly teaching the word of God to go into complex matters about inheritance. So he said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. And he said to him, Man, man, who appointed me a judge or arbitrator over you? Hallelujah. Amen. Then he said to them, Beware and be on your guard against every form of greed. For not even when one has an abundance does his life consist of possessions, or a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. So Jesus was clever to see that he was being invited to come into a realm that he was not supposed to go in. And he knew that stepping into that would lead to all kinds of problems, including poverty. Poverty is one of the things that comes when you are out of your God-given position. Are you there? Amen. Number three. 
You open, when you move out of your God-given position, you open the gate that leads to sin. In Luke chapter 15, in Luke chapter 15, you see a story that you all know. A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that falleth to me. And not many days later, hence the younger gathered all, everything together and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted his estate on loose living. And when he had spent everything, everything, a severe famine arose. So the next thing you notice when you are operating in the presence of devils and you make the mistake of opening a certain door you open a door to poverty and then you open a door to sin he wasted his life on riotous living there are some particular demons that can never affect you till you move you don't, it can never affect you till you move by the day that you move, some things can come for you. Amen. So watch out. If God has placed you in Ghana and you say you are going to live somewhere, you may open a door to certain things that you never know. There are many marriages that are very happy when they are abroad. When they come to Ghana, the marriage breaks. There are marriages that are very happy when they are in Ghana. When they go abroad, they get divorced. One time I was talking to a brother who was getting divorced. He said to me, maybe if I had not, I, I said to him, perhaps if you had not come to this country, this problem would never have come. He said it's true. Because in America, it is easier to commit certain sins and you just move ahead. Why are you laughing? Is it not true? One day I met a homosexual. He told me that I'm practicing my homosexuality in England now. I said, why? He says, an American man. He said, in America, it's more difficult to be homosexual in those days. But England is free at Europe. So he feels free to get boyfriends for himself. So he has moved location to enhance his... Uh, his... his, his his ministry. Amen. I'm finishing. The next one. It opens a door to disaster and unhappiness. The Bible says the prodigal son went away and he wasted his life. Disaster struck him. Amen. Disaster struck him. And he was now in difficulty. Many of us are going to experience disaster. Amen. When we move out. There are shepherds here and pastors. You should be humble and stay in your position. Be fed. Learn. Don't move out of your position on a Tuesday service. It's like you know everything. So you don't come to church. Your shepherds don't come. Your people don't come. You get it? You move out of your position. 
And then it leads to all kinds of things. And God is showing us, let us not waste our life. Amen. Are you there? How many do you have now? It leads to disgrace. Disgrace. Many years later, this boy was now feeding with pigs. Amen. What God would have done for you, he cannot do for you anymore because you have disgraced yourself. May you be delivered from the spirit of disgrace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a great blessing in staying in your position. Amen. And there is a door that you open when you open your life. The next one and the last one is that it opens a door to a wasted life. You waste all your opportunities that you would have had. Every chance you could have had is gone because you wasted your chance and your time. So don't waste your time. Don't open. You know what I'm preaching about tonight is one of the commonest, commonest, commonest um, ways by which Satan takes up everybody. Amen. Stand up, everybody. Are you up? Very good. Are you listening? I'm still preaching. I prefer you you to stand up. One of the commonest ways to destroy your life is to get you out of place. You know, as I am here in Ghana, I I am invited to different countries because I'm here. You understand? I've been here for years in Ghana. And I've had the opportunity to go abroad, to live abroad. But this is, this is the place that God has given to me. Amen. And God gives everybody a place. And when you are in that place, you are protected just by being at the right place. When you are in your father's house, you are protected by just being your father. It's when you go out that you realize that your father was buying soup for you, toilet paper, and other things, that he was paying water bill and electricity bill. But you never know until you move. How many have realized that? It is when you move, you realize that there are so many things that you are shielded from. But the day you step out, then you realize that, hey! So there are many things that are just provided for you just because you are at the right place. When you step out of the marriage that God has ordained for you into another marriage, the Bible says it is better to be in the desert than in a large house where you have moved into a large house with a brawling woman. It is better to move to Kalahari Desert or Sahara Desert, where the temperature is 48 degrees Celsius, and be there. It is better. It is a better position. Are you listening to me? So stay in the place that God has given to you. And the demons that are waiting, just waiting, they, they, they have their mobile phones ready. They've even texted it already. They've written it. They've typed in the text. 
he has opened the door sent seven demons come and let us enter and finish him off and finish her off so stand well in the place that god has put you in put your two legs there and say that look nothing can move me from what god has given to me hallelujah nothing can dislocate me let me tell you anywhere that you are for a long time gradually even by the virtue by virtue of being there for a long time you start to earn yourself some credentials so stabilize yourself stabilize yourself as a pastor stabilize yourself as a leader stabilize yourself as a member of the church don't let others pray because the demons are constantly speaking they are saying you know have you seen outside have you seen something and they're always enticing you why don't come come on (laughs) it's sweeter here it's better here there is something here nicer here and then you are enticed to step out as soon as you step out the text will go he's moved he's moved he's moved come walking moving now moving one two three go hey when i was in uh, uh, colombia one time having a crusade i had these soldiers who were guarding me as soon as we come out of the uh, crusade platform because you, you, when a person is we don't know what he's got I can finish preaching and walk out now you don't know what he's doing as soon as I finish and because I could continue the miracles and other things for some time but as soon as I put them then you see them cinco 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 cuatro cinco cinco hey they have sending messages parking motorcycles cocking their guns and cinco 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 cuatro cinco cinco hey you know cinco cinco Uh, it's a message and and you see that is how the demons are they are just waiting waiting for you to be a fool waiting for you to be a fool waiting for you to start as soon as they just they are watching young lady young lady they are, they, are, they are trying to waste you they want to waste you before they finish with you you see that you are wasted now as you are going you see that you are a wasted vessel ah you have been wasted by different different situations make you into nothing Go and ask all the bad boys in Accra who they want to marry. It's a message. Go and ask all the bad boys in Accra whom they want to marry. Ask them whether it is the girl that they have taken to the nightclub when they are talking among themselves. Say, Charlie, it be who they ride them. It be who they ride them means that who is the one sleeping with this one now. So it be Kweku, the rider. It be Kojo, the rider. You are a horse for somebody, but he does not want to marry you. <laughs> 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 he 
does not want to marry you he calls you a horse but when he's talking to you he says darling sweetheart then when he's talking he says Charlie I they go right down I go I they come hey and when they are finished riding you they don't want to marry you because they have ridden you ah mercy hey so you see satan wants to make you into nothing he's waiting for you to open the door some of you the moment look i'm not frightening to stay in the, the moment you step out of the church a lot of things will be released on you yeah you see them I, you can you can you can try it after two years remember that i always say you can always come back try it and see because you see if you have a shepherd and you step out of the floor before you 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 at first you used to do man man when you do man another one will say man another one will say man man everywhere was sheep the moment you step out and you say man when you look up hey Instead of hearing a gentle man, man, you see the teeth of a lion coming for his breakfast. That's when you realize that you were safer in the house. You were safer in the house. You were better off in the house. You were more stable in the house when you stabilize yourself in the house. But I, I want to say to you if you want to experiment, you can go and come but don't forget that the doors are always open you can come back after two years cinco cinco they are waiting for you outside as soon as they see that you step out cinco 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 quadro and see that uh-huh. so one day i asked those soldiers what are you saying what are you and you see them moving and they say oh, this is our code cinco cinco is a particular person that is his number cinco cinco is five five so they call number five five and five four five three then they have a code that they are moving so demon number five five demon number five four i will be elected to come from rome and to come from copenhagen they will fly down to come for you to turn you into a homosexual yeah One time I saw a great man of God. He had moved out of his position. He was so great. He was a powerful leader of different things in the church. And one day he said, I will arise. I'll be a senior pastor also. And he moved out of his position. Hey! As the years went by, every time I see him, I just imagine a kind of something that has fallen down not by committing any sin but by opening a gate of hell where the demons of poverty demotion uselessness i mean wandering came upon him just wandering from place to place from church to church have you seen this there's a guy he used to sing on television christian singer i'm sure i don't know you know don't don't play this part on television um 
He used to sing this beautiful song. What is it? Um, there's going to be a great awakening. There's going to be, well, you know, beautiful songs. He was giving an interview on television. He said, man, I was the worship leader in this church. Big. And he said, I just moved out. People promised me all sorts of things. In America, here, 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 here. He said, when I went there, it was not what I thought it was. He said, from place to place. I went into the deepest darkness and wilderness of my life and my ministry. Yeah. I say, you open yourself up to things that are waiting for the signal. Finish it. Finish her now. She has moved. She has moved. She has moved. Hey. And the thing will be coming. Single, single. When I say single, single, you say single, quadro. Single, single. Single, single. Hey. Now they are coming. Number five, five, and number five, four. They are coming for you. Hey. So stay in the house. Hold your brother. You see, the sound of man, man, it's sweet sound. I tell you, it's gentle sound. Man, man, man. One day, I saw a picture on television. A lady with one arm. She was just one arm. So, I found out that she had gone to a zoo where there were tigers. And she went to stand near the cage. And the tiger brought the paw and removed her arm. Hey! These are the things that you meet when you move out as a sheep. (laughs) Tigers and lions. Yeah, tigers and monsters. The gentle sheep that you feel are disturbing when this one touches you say, eh? Why I'm sweating? I can't you move a bit? And so it's nicer than the tigers that you are going to see when you step out there. It's a better problem. So stabilize your life and know that God has a plan for you. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. There is a season that you will bear fruit in such a way that you'll be surprised. There is a season that a blessing will come into your life. A particular timing. May you be that tree that is planted, that is established. May you not hear the voice of the enemy drawing you and luring you out of the gate and out of the the house. That it may open unto you all kinds of evils. May the Lord stabilize your mind and your heart. May you grow up in your mind and your spirit. And know that God has blessed you. And that it's just a matter of time. He will come through for you. And he will bless you. He will come to your situation. And he will encourage you and he will promote you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Last Sunday, I was telling the people, there was one of our pastors, she met a prophet, a so-called prophet. And the prophet said, she should remove her ring. He first asked, is it gold? 
He said, it is gold. He said, remove your, because God has showed me something. And I want to pray over it. Cinco, cinco. <laughs> so, she removed the ring and gave it. And he said, go and stand over there. And she went humbly. Mikra, when I say, come to church, do this, you won't do. This man, you don't know him. He says, go and stand over there and put your hand over your ear. And you will hear a certain sound because God wants to promote you. So she gave him the ring. But as she was going, she said, something told her that, ah, has my bishop not prayed over my ring when I was getting married? You see, everything that you are going to get outside, you probably you have it already. But you, you are thinking that, ah, a power is going to come into my ring. But that power has already been released into your ring at your wedding ceremony. That's why we say what God has joined together. Because we believe that God was at the wedding. Don't be deceived. Don't let the devil tell you, is your ring gold? Is it gold? Come this way. Move out of your position. And in that moment, she went out of my covering. And she went under the covering of a false prophet. So by the time she came back for the gold ring, Opana was gone. Do you know Opana? Do you know Opana? He was gone. <laughs> they were two. Cinco, cinco, and cinco, cuadro. And they took the ring, the bath, the phone, everything. And they went. So stay. When they are learning, come. Come for prophetic invocation. You say, you know something? My bishop has been invoking prophetic words over me all this time. I don't need this prophet. Even you should ask, you should ask, where is your church? Do you know my bishop's church? A man cannot do these things unless God is with him. You should tell the people that my father which is in heaven is testifying of him through the works that he's doing through him. You are told, what works do you have in your, 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 your prophetic ministry that you are coming to come and, and guide you? Has the father testified of you? Has the father testified of you? Has the father testified of you? Jesus constantly said, my father testifies of me through the works that I am doing. He's testifying, he's testifying that I, he, is, he is my child. You prophet, you are standing there. Which, which, which works do you have? You are just standing there. You say, I've seen something. There is a Motia standing by your right leg. Do you know Motia? A dwarf. And always there is somebody that they have to bind in your family. Let me, let me tell you something. If family members could destroy you, none of us would be alive by now. Most of us have got families, family members who don't like us, who don't believe in us, who don't come to the same church that we come to. We have them in the villages. If they could kill you by now, you'll be gone. Don't be silly. Tell somebody, don't be silly. And, and tell the person, I'm not insulting you, I'm advising you. Ah. 
No, you see, we need to, we need to speak some sense into some of the things that are going on around. You have to ask anybody who says he's a prophet, say that, what works have the Father testified of you? You at all. Does the Father testify of you? Do you know the dead have been raised in my ministry before? The dead. 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 Cripples have come out of wheelchairs. These are the works of God. Blind eyes have been opened. Ears have been opened. You are a prophet. Where is your church? What I'm saying this, you see, and I'm speaking as a fool. What I'm saying is foolishness. But I'm speaking as a fool because sometimes you need to speak like a fool to catch the silliness that is pervading our minds. I cannot. Am I a fetish priest? Why do I need to cover it? I'm not a fetish priest. Am I a Confanochi? Be stable. Amen. One day, a certain uh, sister was doing a dawn broadcast. She was preaching powerfully at 5 a.m. Then a certain man came to stop her, to shut her down. And she turned to the man and she said to the man, don't be silly. The man was annoyed. The man said, you call yourself a Christian? You are insulting me. She told her man, it's not an insult, it's advice. I'm advising you, don't be silly. It's a message. Sometimes we need to be advised spiritually. Stay in the house. Don't allow your gates of hell, gates of hell to be open for them to call on evil spirits to come into your life, to wreak havoc, to make you poor, to destroy all that God has built up, to take you away from the day that was coming that God had intended for your life. May you see the good days that he has determined. May you be there in the day of blessing, in the day of great increase. In Jesus' name. Thank God right now for his. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus, for your great blessings. Mambre sembele kemendelebe. Pebide lembre kedembe lombre zanama shamberidese. Parende lembre kebrendo lombre vendes. Perengelo zembele lemande shendele berenigose. 
parambe, brembrilege, tremevandre, besite, salande, bregeste. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Peleguste, speak in tongues right now. Tomo da cabalade. Pededeme kamene kedele moshike. Pedelame ketedele de kuzende. Palende kebolo kebolo nabolo dimbolo domede kejebele. Oh, lambalandele me kembele de beshambele me. Hayam bandala mandele de bekemandolele. Talon de la mikain de la banele de vandele berele menene. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us from taking the key to open that padlock, to open the gate of hell into our lives. Father, thank you. The prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing. He will find no access. We thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you so much for your word tonight. Thank you. We receive it. Put your hand on your spirit, on your, on your belly. Oh, receive an impartation of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of knowledge. Spirit of understanding. Be healed right now. Receive healing into your life. Receive blessing. Father, thank you for superior and supernatural wisdom and grace for your dear children. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you that the enemy shall come, but he shall find nothing in us. Let the rivers of living water flow out of us to bless, to heal, to deliver in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. As every head is bowed right now and every eye closed, Pastor, somebody invited me to church, but I'm not born again. If you are here like that, you are not born again. Pastor, pray with me. Pray for me. I want to give my life to God, to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, I want you to just lift your right hand, your, just your right hand up high. You want to give your life to Jesus. Everyone should please stand in case you are sitting. Just for this moment, all right? Just for this particular moment. I know you are tired, but if you are here, Pastor, help me to know Jesus as my Savior. Lift it up high. Thank you. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see all your hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving. Tonight, you will be changed tonight. Tonight, you will be saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. If you have lifted your hand, Come to the front. Come to me. I'm standing here. Come, come. Just walk. Walk to me. Walk. Walk from the back. Walk from the side. Come, come. I want to pray with you. Come here. Tonight you're going to be changed. Jesus wash you. Come to Jesus tonight. There's room on the cross. room lift your hands lift your hands lift your hands up 
Lift your hand and close your eyes. Everybody to lift your hands, please. And everybody close your eyes. Let's all pray together. When I pray, whatever I say, you say it after me. And say it from the bottom of your heart. Jesus is going to change you. You are going to be changed. You are going to be saved. You are going to be washed by the blood of Jesus tonight. You will never be the same again. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Oh, Jesus, have mercy on me. I am a sinner. Oh, Jesus, please cleanse me from every wicked way. Oh, God, I know. Say it out loud. I know. I know I am a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with the blood of Jesus Christ. I come to the cross of Jesus Christ and I come for healing I come for salvation I come for mercy thank you Jesus for blessing me and setting me free in Jesus name please write my name oh Jesus oh Jesus please write my name in the book of life from today I will follow Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me today. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I am healed. I am blessed. I am delivered. I am born again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.